Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today is part two of a two-part series that I have called the 10 Commandments of a Successful Business Owner. And I'm super excited to dive into today's episode because these are the juicy ones. I mean, they're all juicy, but I was just rereading over my notes and just getting like even more psyched to share this information because as a business owner, there are so many times I feel like when we are really down or we are hard on ourselves and there are a lot of very difficult moments when you run a business. So it's nice to remember some of these as lessons. I know that I need to hear these things pretty much every day. I probably need to get it tattooed on my forehead. I mean, backwards, of course, so you can see it in the mirror and read it to yourself to remember some of these. But I talk about them a lot and there's a reason for it because repetition makes it so that it actually sticks in your brain. So Really excited to get into today's episode. Before that, let's go ahead and do some updates. So I'm really excited because the 1212 Energy Healing Circle in December on the 1212 portal, we have just one spot left. It might actually sell out before this episode airs, but if that happens, I will also link the January 1-1. So on January 1st, 2023, I'll actually be hosting two different Energy Healing Circles, one a little bit earlier in the day and then one a little bit later. So depending on your time zone, you should be able to have a chance to join at least one of those. I wanted to host two on the 1st of January because it's the new year and 1-1 is a really, really powerful manifestation portal. It's all about new beginnings, creation, inspiration. I mean, just think about the number one. It is the start of the cycle. This will also be on a Sunday. So again, everybody should be able to attend. I'm really, really excited about that. For each of these energy healing circles. There are just six spots available, so it is a first-come, first-serve basis. Other than that, today is the absolute last day to snag both or either Synergy and Ignite on sale for 50% off. So Ignite is my 12-week business accelerator program for new and newer business owners. Whether you are a coach or a healer, this is going to teach you how to create consistent 5K months inside your business. We go over all things, how to create an offer your audience cannot wait to pay you for, how to launch that offer, which the more that I do this whole business mentor thing, the more that I realize holy shit, people need so much help with launching. Like it is a fucking mess out there. So I lay it down really clear, really easy to follow inside Ignite. We also talk all things money mindset, rewiring your brain for abundance. We talk all things stepping into leadership, how to create content for social media, how to improve your relationship with social media, and how to get to know yourself on a really, really deep level. Running a business is a very big self-development journey, and the better and more deeply you know yourself, the more successful you can become. There is also a 10-month payment plan option for Ignite as well. You get to work through the material at your own time, pace, and speed. You have lifetime access to the material. There's also an app that you can download on your phone, and you can learn on the go. 
Okay, Synergy. This is my 90-day brain rewiring program. I am obsessed with brain rewiring. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that this is the second time that I went through the brain rewiring process. It has changed my life in every single aspect. There's sincerely not a single area of my life that I can think of that brain rewiring has not positively affected. I've been able to double my monthly income, dramatically improve my athletic performance, improve my communication, improve my relationships, my boundaries. I people please a hell of a lot less. It has only done good things for me. So I put all of this information that I learned after going through a brain rewiring certification program and put it into a step-by-step course for you to follow for 90 days. It is super, super easy to start with the rewiring process. All you have to do is watch a few videos, then you come up with the negative brain pathways that you want to start to rewire, and then I guide you through all of the meditations. There are six different guidelines meditations inside of this course so you're never going to get bored listening to the same one. All you have to do is sit down, press play, and let the meditations do the rest. So again, both of these programs are on sale for 50% off. I won't be putting these on sale for 50% off again. I don't even know if I'm going to be doing Black Friday sales next year. I thought about that actually this weekend and was like, hmm, is that something I want to do next next year? I'm not sure. So if you have been eyeballing either of these, I would definitely get your hands on them sooner rather than later. Again, today is the absolute last day, Monday, November 28th. If you've been curious about them, head to the info pages linked in the show notes, and I can't wait to support you inside these containers. Okay, let's dive into the last five commandments of a successful business owner. So when I say commandments, what I'm really talking about is these are kind of like the tenets or the principles or the the guidelines that successful business owners follow in order to become more and more successful. So number six is going to be taking messy action. If you have ever worked with me, you're going to be like, I know, Chelsea, I know. This is like seriously one of the things that I talk about the most is perfectionism has no place here. When you are running a business, done is better than perfect always. I know a lot of us are high achieving. We are highly motivated. We love getting the gold star. We like doing things the quote right way. But when you're running a business, you know what that does for you? That's slows you the fuck down. What that does is that actually extends the period of time from when you get the idea to where you actually put the idea out into the world to have somebody potentially buy it. And when that happens, what you're doing is you're actually just leaving a lot of money on the table. You're leaving a lot of people unserved. Messy action is being willing to get things to 80% done and calling it good. Again, done is better than perfect. We are super good at getting in our own way as human beings. And we tell ourselves, oh, I can't possibly launch that. I need a sales page. And oh shit, I need a sales page. My website's bad. Like, oh fuck. Okay. Well now I have to do the website. Ah, I should probably take some photos to put on the website. Wait, I don't have any copy to put on the website. So do you see how that just really extends out you actually putting out the offer versus, I mean, one of the mentors that I actually just signed up to work with today, she was like, you know what? I actually was having tech issues. So I put my sales page out on a Google doc. And she was like, sorry about it. I'm not going to spend my day fixing my website. And I was like, I respect the shit out of that. And I signed up to work with her and I was like, yep, this is excellent. So where are you telling yourself the story or the narrative that it actually needs to look or be or feel a certain way in order to keep playing small? That's what it's all about, right? It's not about 
your audience. It's not about the other people. It's about you. So what if I actually put this thing out there and then nobody buys it? Am I going to let that reiterate the thought pattern that things need to be 100% quote perfect before I put them out there? When in reality, maybe there were some other things that were off. So where are you not allowing yourself to get to the stage where you actually put the thing out there? The ability to be successful as a business owner is, we've talked about the, you have to be dynamic, you have to be flexible, you have to be adaptable, but you also really need to make decisions quickly. Like being able to move through things so that you actually move the needle forward. I know for me, anytime that I am procrastinating on something, I'm like being really nitpicky about it. It's like spending hours and hours in Canva where you're like, oh my God, it's just like, needs to go like one quarter inch to the left. Like that right there is me getting in my own way because because a vast majority of people are literally never going to notice that. And in order for me to get it, quote, perfect, it's going to take so many more hours in order to put that thing out. And that is actually time and energy that I could be spending thinking about copy that I want to write, thinking about different ways that I actually want to promote that offer. So, I mean, what this is all about, too, is a lot of delegation. Like, are you still telling yourself that you have to do everything? Are you still telling yourself that nobody can do it as good as you, that you're the only one that gets it, that you have trust issues? I mean... What I really want to say to this is like, come on, like there are actually better people than you at something inside your business. So there could actually be somebody that is more incredible at creating Canva graphics than you. There's actually somebody that's probably way better at bookkeeping inside your business than you. So this is where it gets really important to ask yourself, where am I trying to control too much? We've talked on the podcast before about micromanaging your business, about starting to connect with the consciousness of your business because your business is actually its own separate entity, learning how to not try and control everything that the business does, the way that it wants to come through, and the outcomes that it has. So where are you not allowing yourself to show up as imperfect, to show up as 100% authentic? Because I don't know about you, but like, I am certainly not fucking perfect. Like, I... I make mistakes all the time. I fuck up my words. I put things out with typos. But you know what? I put them out and people still buy. People still like things. People still like me as a human being. So what this is really getting at is where are you not allowing people to see the true messy human behind the business? Because that's actually what people are really going to connect with. Number seven. Okay, this one's really obvious, I know, but your comfort zone, not your friend. It's not your friend, not your friend at all. The expansion lies when we run up against our growth edges. Think about that for a second. The word growth edge. It's just like, it gives me this feeling in my chest where I'm like excited, but like nervous as shit at the same time. So think about it. Where have you been up against your growth edge lately? Have you done something that's actually really difficult for you? Maybe that actually looked like resting instead of working. Maybe that looked like going live on Instagram without having a bunch of notes. Maybe that looked like holding a group event or launching in a different way. So what types of things are you leaning on as your safety blanket. As a business owner, everything's a variable. Everything is up for experimentation every single time you go to put something out. And if it's not, you risk staying stuck in old habits and patterns. You risk getting left behind. So identifying what is my comfort zone? 
what are the things that I feel like I'm naturally good at? And I'm not saying like, don't ever play to your strengths. I definitely think that there is a time and a place for that. But if you are wanting growth, if you're wanting stretchiness and expansion inside your business, it's getting really, really clear that you know what, like in order for me to have that, I actually need to be able to tick a box at the end of the day saying, yes, I got uncomfortable. And not just uncomfortable because we're working more hours, right? Like I mentioned, sometimes it's it's actually choosing to rest instead of working more because we've been conditioned that the more that we work, the more successful we could or can be. We know that that's not true and eventually you will actually run out of hours in the day. So how can you actually start to implement rest on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis? Sometimes resting is actually more uncomfortable than the work. Sometimes we're actually just kind of addicted to doing the work because if we feel like we're doing something, Thing, then we feel like, oh, it's going to pay off in the end. And like, yes, sometimes that's true. But if you're doing the wrong things or you're doing things with half-ass energy, showing up as 60% of yourself because you're actually fucking exhausted, really close to burnout, and you actually just need to take a break, then what good is that doing you? Is that actually moving the needle forward? probably not at that point. So identifying what is your comfort zone? What are things that would be outside of your comfort zone? This is actually what I have everyone inside Brain Rewiring do is create a spectrum. On one side, it's things that we are really comfortable with. Like these are all the things inside my comfort zone. And then on the other side, it's everything that's like, hell no, if that thing happened, like I'd be triggered as fuck. I really wouldn't like that. And that would be something that I would really have to grow through. So starting to identify in your your business, what are things that I feel really great about? So for example, mine would be coaching calls. Super comfortable with those. Like there's honestly, I mean, that's one of my absolute favorite things. That's also a strength of mine. I'm also really po comfortable posting on Instagram. I'm really comfortable podcasting. And then on the other side of the spectrum, things that I would be really uncomfortable with. I actually practiced this with a friend the other day, and that was really, really cool. I felt really honored that she let me practice on her, but I was doing a live out loud energy healing session where I was actually talking her through what I was seeing as I was seeing it. So that was like something that I was like, whoa, okay, that pushed up against my growth edge big time. And it actually left me tired for two days after that because it felt so vulnerable and raw. Something else that I would be really uncomfortable with, I mean, at this point is like public speaking on a very large platform. But those are all things that I'm willing to work through because I would like to be able to grow in that direction. Everything that you want is in the unknown. Everything that you want is on the other side of fear. It's outside of your comfort zone. I remember when I first started my business, posting to Instagram stories was like a felt like a fucking death sentence. I was like, I will not be doing that. My mentor was like, okay, so you just gotta like post on stories. And I was like, what? You want me to do what? And she's like, yeah, just like post on stories. It's not that bad. And I was like, you want me to put my face on the internet? I don't, no, no way, woman. I'm not doing that. But I came around to it and it turns out that I have not died yet. I haven't died. It turns out that you can put your face on the internet and be completely fine on the other side. And that is one of the things that actually built my business the most because people can see me. They can see my facial expressions. They can really build up a relationship with me. They trust me because they're getting to know me on a daily basis. So it is kind of like that saying where... It's like everything that you used to want, you have now. 
what used to be something that was uncomfortable for you is probably comfortable now because you have gone into it. The only way out is through. The only way out is through throwing yourself into those things that you find uncomfortable. And I'm not saying we need to, you know, throw ourselves off the deep end 24-7. We actually need room for integration. But you know and you have to be honest with yourself when you have been playing it too safe for too long because we're afraid of failure. Or more commonly, we're actually just afraid of our own success. That's a big one. It's a big one, right? Like, what if I actually start making more money? Will my relationships change? What if I actually get bigger and people start to recognize me? Oh shit, what does that mean about me? Does that change who I am as a person? Does that change what boundaries that I need to have in place? These are big questions. I am so excited for this. I have never before seen a company do this for an entire month, but ClearStem is special as always. And throughout the month of November, you can actually save 26% off of their products. This is the skincare line that I've been using for almost the past two years and I am fully obsessed. I don't think I will ever be using anything else and I'm definitely stocking up on this 26% off sale. I wanted to tell you about this product that I've been super, super into lately. It is actually a face mask and it makes me feel really bougie. It makes me feel like a queen and I fucking love it. It is called their pre-game face mask. So what you're supposed to use this for is in the morning before you are putting on makeup. Maybe you're going to be on video that day. What I like to think of it as is like this little hack for removing lines, any dead skin cells that you have, and your makeup just goes on super smooth, super buttery. So this is an exfoliant. It's meant to brighten and resurface and smooth out your skin. It smells like pineapple. It's also blue. It's blue and glittery, and I fucking love putting it on my face. You leave it on there for three to five minutes. It is after you wash your face, and then you just rinse it off and continue on with your skincare as usual toner, serums, moisturizer, makeup, and every single time I use it, I honestly, it's hard for me to stop touching my face because it is that smooth, even though touching your face isn't necessarily good. So this is my secret weapon for any time that I'm going to be on camera, whether that is recording videos for courses, going live on Instagram, or doing a coaching call for one-on-one -on -one clients or for my group programs. This is my back pocket. Makes me feel good, makes me feel like absolute royalty. It is one of my favorite things. I never thought I'd be the type of person that was into face masks, but here we are. I'm 31 now, and it's probably about time for me to start taking responsibility and care of my skin. So if you want to try out any of Clear Stem's products, you can head to clearstemskincare.com and use code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 26% off. I absolutely love their vitamin-infused face wash. I am obsessed with with their Cell Renew Serum, also their Clarity Serum. I mean, come on, who doesn't want both anti-acne and anti-aging products all in one? And I really love their Hydro Glow Moisturizer. It smells like Skittles and it's super lightweight. I have very sensitive skin and ClearStem has been absolutely wonderful, especially heading into the winter where my skin just turns into like this dry mess usually. But I have been really loving taking extra care of myself. I mean, this is just like self-care, just basic self-care and it feels so luxurious. 
I am super excited to see what you try out from ClearStem. If you end up ordering, tag me on your Instagram stories. I cannot wait to see what you got and how you're loving it. Number eight is business is a massive self-development journey. Oh my God. I mean, I know I say this a lot too, but this will probably be one of the most challenging things you ever fucking do in your entire life. And if it's not, I mean, refer back to number seven, the comfort zone thing. This is going to trigger the shit out of you, especially if you have issues with your relationship with money especially if you have unresolved childhood trauma, especially if you have a challenging relationship with validation or success. I mean, come on, think about all of these things inside your business. Ooh, it's like one after another after another. It's like, okay, well, I, I got to that level. Okay, and then I feel pretty good. And then something else happened and it brings me to this next level. Like it is going to be nonstop. And I was actually talking to some clients earlier today about this, about how we really do need that contrast, you know, in order to actually feel like, wow, things are good. They're really like smooth. They're really flowing. We need those times where it feels more constricting, where it feels darker and it feels heavier because otherwise we wouldn't even know. We wouldn't even know what the light feels like. We wouldn't know what the ease felt like. It's it's truly, and as cliche as this sounds, like it is truly all about learning how to appreciate the journey because that is the only constant. The only constant is that there will be change. There will be change always. So where are we starting or trying to push that away? We're trying to just like live this mediocre life by not having any challenges or any triggers. Gross. Like I know if you're listening to this, that's not you. That's absolutely not you. So going into this as a personal and self-development journey, I mean, you're probably going to need a lot of tools to support yourself. So learning about yourself in depth through tools like human design, the Enneagram, astrology, like anything that relates or resonates with you, I say go for it. These are just different lenses that you can start to view yourself through that can give you more pieces of the puzzle. I always say about human design, like it just really feels like a big permission slip to be who I've always known that I can be, who I've always known that I am, but I have been conditioned or told otherwise. So learning about yourself, that's a huge one. Starting to have some nervous system regulation tools. So things like meditation, journaling, breath work, EFT tapping, brain rewiring, anything that can help you calm down especially if you have had a triggering event, a challenging day, your business cannot exceed the capacity of your own nervous system. So our businesses, they're an extension and a reflection of us, and they will reflect exactly where we are at health-wise. So if you want a bigger, more successful business, it all starts with you. I swear, as soon as I started meditating and I did this, I made a commitment to myself to do it for 90 days about a year ago, and I have been doing it ever since. Almost every single day, I feel so much more calm. And 
I feel like I can actually handle situations so much better instead of being really triggered and reactive in the moment. And I mean, and this is also really a huge thanks to brain rewiring. I'm able to kind of like zoom out from the situation and see all of the angles. I'm able to use a tool like human design to know that my authority in human design is actually to wait a couple of days to make a big decision, to go through those big emotional waves before committing to something. And tools like that have really allowed me to step into my CEO and leadership energy where I'm not just in a reactive state to everything happening around me. I'm not just responding to things. I'm actually initiating and creating. The whole reason that I say that the more that you know yourself, the more successful you become is because the more that you know yourself, the more that you trust yourself. The more that you trust yourself, the quicker and at a more accelerated speed, you can make decisions, therefore actually moving your business further faster. So all of this is a tool to create more self-trust, to create more sovereignty, more authority that comes from yourself instead of being or trying to find it sourced from outside of us. Moving on to number nine is you are not your business. <laughs> we talked about this. Your business is an extension and a reflection of you. What happens when we are too enmeshed with our business is we actually start to try and control it. We try to control the way that it wants to come through. We try to guess and predict the way that it wants to come through. And I think a lot of the times we don't necessarily do a great job of it. But if you actually go ahead and connect with your business as something that is separate and outside of you, what you're going to start to realize is it really does have a life of its own. Your business chose to be expressed through you for a reason. It chose you with your own unique flaws, your weirdness, your perceptions of the world, the way that you make decisions. It chose you for a reason, but it is not you. When we are enmeshed with the business, we are really overly attached to the results, to the outcomes. We are taking things personally. We are you know, making ourselves bad or wrong for having a launch that maybe didn't go as planned, for not being as, quote, successful as we know that we can be. This is really challenging. I'm not going to lie. It is challenging to start to make this separation, but you will feel so much more free on the other side of it. You were not put here to micromanage your business. You were put here to collaborate with it, to see the way that it wants to come through, exactly what wants to be created in the world. You are a powerful co-creator. It's kind of like with the universe. The universe wants us to have everything that we've ever wanted, but we have to actually take the first step. We have to be the one that says we're going this direction, and then the universe can show up and be the wind in the sails. I actually feel like a really big piece of this is being resistant to receiving, being resistant to being in your feminine energy because it's, quote, easier to give, right? Like, it's easier to just give, 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 do, do, do. And then you're sitting there wondering, like, why am I not seeing the results of my work? Like, why am I not seeing these seeds that I planted months ago paying off now? It's because you're not ever slowing down and allowing the universe space to deliver to you exactly what you've asked for. So when you start to separate out from your business, it's going to be a lot easier to stop overworking. It's going to be a lot easier to actually start to slow down and allow yourself that 
that potency. Allow yourself that time to show up when things feel really spicy, when things feel really special, things that you just like need to get off of your chest. So starting to examine, you know, what were the dynamics in my family when I was younger? What was the relationship that I had with each of my parents? What did I feel like they expected of me? What were some of the pressures that I felt? What were some of the things that we tended to get into conflict over? And then take a real hard look at your business and notice where you are maybe doing the same exact things. For me and for a lot of my clients, actually looking at our business and how we are using it to gain external validation. I know for me, for a long time, I was like, well, I I didn't even know this consciously. I was really just wanting to make my dad proud of me. Oh, if I'm successful, then he'll finally like recognize me or he'll finally see me. And him and I have had a conversation, many conversations about this actually. And he's like, you don't need to like do all of this for me to be proud of you. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, my brain didn't necessarily catch on to that, right? So going back and examining, you know, what was your childhood like? And then notice how those themes or patterns are potentially playing out inside your business. As a reminder, you are not your business. Your business is a reflection and an extension of you. So wherever you're at, your business will reflect the health of that. It's really, really important that you understand that you are not one. You are not one because what if, what if your business needs to change? What if you need to pivot? What if you need to do something else? What does that mean about you? You are a very multidimensional human being. It would be really sad and also really difficult to say that this business, this is the box of who I am. Like, you don't want to put yourself in that box. Give yourself a degree of separation and give yourself some breathing room. Number 10. Okay, I told my clients this this morning, and I was like, if you take nothing else from me, please let it be this. Number 10, you are probably doing too much. Probably doing too much. Rest is actually a really good thing. I know that we have touched on that a lot in this podcast, but with rest, what I mean is I don't necessarily just mean like taking a nap. Like I think a lot of people think of that and the two responses are either like, ew, or like, oh my God, thank you. I definitely want to take a nap. But it doesn't always have to be a nap, right? So in human design, if you're somebody like a projector, rest looks like actually learning about things that you are excited about and interested in. As a manifesting generator, rest might look like doing some very basic work tasks and watching Netflix at the same time. If you are a reflector, well, you probably need like actual rest. You need some alone time with like some noise canceling headphones away from other people so you can get back into your own energy. As a generator, a rest might look like going on a run. As a manifester, rest might look like simply creating, getting into that creative energy, that initiation energy. It all comes back to this idea of potency. Are you actually giving yourself permission to show up when you feel fully ready? Or are you keeping yourself tired? It's like trying to run like steady state cardio for like 50 miles and you're just like on the slog. While that might feel productive, I can almost guarantee you that the energy that you're outputting when you are slogging in your business, you're probably not attracting in the things that you want. Maybe it's clients that are not quite right or slower sales because your energy is off because you're doing too much. So take a look at your plate. Everything that you do during a day, in the week, during a month as a business owner. And if a major life event were to happen or you got sick, would you actually be able to maintain all of that still? That's kind of the barometer for, okay, you're probably doing too much if that's not sustainable. And 
If your business isn't anywhere near running on autopilot, meaning that it doesn't need you to do all of the daily operations, then we've got some other things to focus on as well. But it is really, really all about separating this belief that in order to be more successful, we have to work more. It's just not fucking true. We have so many examples of people that really don't work that much and also are extremely wealthy, extremely successful. I mean, we also have the opposite too. I mean, and you know people that are working their asses off for minimum wage and they're barely getting by paycheck to paycheck, right? Like you get to be successful in whichever way you want to be. If you want to work your ass off and have no free time, cool. You can be successful that way. For me, I'm actually going to choose ease. I'm going to choose rest because I would actually really love to live my life. I would love to be present. I would love to spend time with my family, my friends, go on vacation, go rock climbing, spend time with my dog. I mean, fuck, I just like want to watch Netflix sometimes. I don't want to feel like I'm always going to have to be working in order to be more successful. Once you learn to separate those two, I swear to you, your entire world is going to change. You're going to enjoy your life and your business so much more. I know it's scary to start embracing rest, but I promise you it is so worth it. It is so worth not feeling like you're in this anxious, urgent state all the time where you're constantly in response to everything happening around you. You actually give yourself the time and space to be creative and get into your feminine energy and you can actually create things again. I mean, how good would that feel? It feels really good, I can tell you. I've been taking a lot more rest lately, introducing a lot more ease into the way that I run my business. I've been launching a lot less, which feels amazing. It truly is all about the potency. All right, those were the last of the 10 commandments. So to wrap that up, we have taking messy action, get it to 80%, call it done, done is better than perfect. Your comfort zone's not your friend. What is your comfort zone? Actually identifying that and identifying things that would be outside of that. Number eight is how big of a personal development journey this is. Like truly, truly, the more that you know yourself, the more successful you can become. The more that you trust yourself, the more that you actually move the needle forward on your business. Number nine, you are not your business. It's just a reflection of you, just a reflection of where you're at in your life. Where are you enmeshed with your business and where you can you start to introduce that separation? And lastly, you are probably doing too much. You're probably doing too much. Where can we actually start taking rest and introducing more ease and flow into the way that we run our business instead of just this linear, only masculine energy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I so appreciate having you here, having you listen. If you haven't yet left a rating and a review for the podcast, you can head to iTunes. It just takes a couple of moments and it really helps other people find the show as well. If you loved this, be sure to tag me on Instagram stories. All you have to do is take a screenshot of the podcast episode and tag at expand with Chelsea. I really enjoy hearing what you are listening to and what resonates with you. And it means so, so much to me that you are sharing my work to your Instagram. Thank you so much again for being here. And I hope you have the best rest of your day. I will talk to you next episode.